BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome, everybody. It is the Tuesday edition of Clay and Buck. And the fourth indictment came down. Let's just jump into it right away. Uh, Clay is in transit to one of his book tour stops today. He will join us for a segment here in just a little bit, though, bottom of this hour, to weigh in on this indictment. Um, We've also got Andy McCarthy in the mix on just what we can take so far from the massive, and when I say massive, I just mean in terms of how long it is, how many counts there are. It is the count of countless counts. It just keeps going on and on and on. Um, you have a large number of individuals in the indictment, most notably Donald Trump, but also, and I had a feeling this was the case when we did our show yesterday before this uh, indictment was formally, formally published. Remember, it was pre-published, apparently before the grand jury could even vote on it. That's kind of a weird thing, isn't it? Usually you wait until afterwards, right? But it's almost like the whole grand jury thing was just a formality anyway, and they knew that based on what the system was expected to do, that it would act in this way or that it would operate in this way. Uh, so we, sure enough, the charges that came down that were initially published turned out to be the charges that have now been uh, put forward against Donald Trump. The allegations are now official in this indictment. And I said there'd be other people that it touched uh, as well, or is going after as well. Rudy Giuliani, Mark Meadows, John Eastman, Jeff Clark, Mike Roman. There's a whole bunch of people who have been indicted in this. Uh, there's there's a lot of, of folks who are caught up in this. Donald Trump and 18 other individuals came down late last night. The top count, and we're going to... Today, we're going to spend a a lot of time on this. There's some other stories I want to get to as well. Um, But there's a a lot that's here. The top count is racketeering or a RICO uh, charge. So 
that I also thought was was going to be a part of this, and that is the umbrella charge, if you will. That's to get at this as a multifaceted conspiracy. There are so many steps that the prosecution here, Fannie Willis, lays out. That it's 98 pages. The indictment is 98 pages long. I read it this morning, and I don't want to get into all of it. It's a lot of it's a lot of uh, forgery charges. Trying to here, I'll I'll give you a I'll give you a, a few. Here we go. False statements and writings. They repeat that many many times. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. False statements and writings, impersonating a public officer, conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer. Oh, boy, a lot of that. Conspiracy to commit forgery. So every charge also has more or less a conspiracy charge attached to it as well. So if there was a forgery that they claim was committed, it's also conspiracy to commit the forgery. False statements and writings, false statements and writings, uh, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It just goes on and on and on. Violation of the Georgia RICO Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organization Act is the top count. Here is the uh, Trump indictment, uh, the the person pushing this, Fannie Willis. Here she is announcing it. I want you to hear this, and we're going to break more of this down. I, I had, a, I think, a a pretty important, not just argument, but point of necessary context for all this we're about to dive into, but... You should hear, here's the prosecutor, as we said, in Atlanta, indictment number four, play number one. Every individual charged in the indictment is charged with one count of violating Georgia's Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act through participation in a criminal enterprise in Fulton County, Georgia, and elsewhere to accomplish the illegal goal of allowing Donald J. Trump to seize the presidential term of office beginning on January 20th, 21. Specifically, the participants in association took various actions in Georgia and elsewhere to block the counting of the votes of the presidential electors who were certified as the winners of Georgia's 2020 general election. All right. Now, first off, the fourth indictment here, just the fact that it's the fourth one, tells you a lot about what's going on. You've heard many people saying, including Clay and me, about the weaponization of the DOJ for politics. That is now clear. We now live in a country where if you run for higher office, and the Democrats decide that you're too much of a threat, they will use the criminal justice system, they will abuse the criminal justice system to take you off the chessboard. They don't want to have to beat you at the ballot box. They would prefer, as we see, the usage of the law as a weapon of politics. This is one of the most dangerous things for a country that has elections. This is one of the things that can most rapidly create a descent into full-blown tyranny. Honestly, I know that sounds like a lot. I know. But look at all the totalitarian impulses of the Democrats as a matter of policy and certainly as a matter of criminal justice. They have no compunction about this. There's no part of them that feels like 
maybe we're doing something here that has really long-term and disastrous ramifications for the country. You know, are there arguments that Trump's team made that, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I certainly would have never made? Yeah, absolutely. Is it illegal? Is it criminal? No. No, they're criminalizing legal procedure and legal advice as much as they may think it's a bizarre legal theory. And more to the point, this should be treated as a political question. Do the American people, given all the facts, given all that we know, and that includes Russia collusion, and that includes all the underhanded efforts to undo the 2016 election, that always gets left out of these conversations with Democrats about January 6th, about Russia collusion, the special counsel, two impeachments. The first one we know was an utter farce. The first one was actually just a straight-up lie. Uh, had to do with the, it was a perfectly fine phone call. Hunter was selling influence to his dad. He was doing it in Ukraine. Zelensky was talking to Trump. Trump is the chief executive of the United States government. Guess what? Hunter Biden wasn't supposed to have global immunity, but he got it. His daddy became president. And this is what I think really it, it all comes down to right now. We're going to have to talk about the jeopardy involved here. Anyone who tells you, because they, they're telling people right now a lot of what they want to hear. Anyone who tells you this isn't going to be, meaning all four of the indictments, enormously challenging for Trump in the election year, and that this isn't election interference, and that this is intended to do anything other than, at a minimum, make it impossible for Trump to run the campaign that he would otherwise run, is, is just delusional at this point, right? There's another layer to this, though, and we have to look at this honestly. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, I had some people, even after when I said the first indictment was coming and then the second indictment said, why are you talking about this? They were upset. Why are you talking? Because this is what the enemy's doing. You know, it, it, what what can you say about this other than this is the reality of what is coming against us? If I'm saying, hey, guys, the enemy's lined up artillery pieces, we better get down in the foxhole now because we got incoming. What is the person who runs alongside me and says, don't get in the trench? You don't even know if the artillery's coming. Oh, you know. None of that. We have to live in reality here. This is a multi-pronged effort to subvert the 2024 election, to destroy Donald Trump, to destroy the MAGA movement. And even if you despise Trump, and there are Republicans who do. You have to see the standard and the precedent and the reality of what is going on here. Even if you're a DeSantis person, a Vivek person, a Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Mike Pence, everybody on the right who is technically running for president. And there are people that are supporting all of those candidates. And in some cases, a lot of people supporting them. I would think they could recognize that this legal effort against Trump is an abuse that this is also showing us there's a fundamental difference between the way the democrat party approaches power and republicans republicans on our side we have the people who are saying first of all don't talk about the mean things they're going to do i don't want to hear about it okay we're at indictment number four so i'm glad everyone you know how many times do i say oh it turns out there wasn't going to be an indictment no every time clay and i have sat here and said to you guys i think this this indictment's coming any day now uh, let's get ready for it. Let's talk about it. Let's analyze it. It has been the case. Okay. 
Uh, we'll have Clay with us in a few minutes. He's three for three in the last few indictments with being out for the day. We'll talk about that. It's just, what are the odds? What are the chances of that? But he'll be with us to, uh, to weigh in on this from a, from a legal perspective shortly. But with all of what we see going on, this is now actually about more than Trump, no matter what somebody thinks about Trump. Because it's clearly election interference. It's clearly uh, the the magnification of charges. I mean, just look at New York City. It's the exaggeration. It is the politicization of our Justice Department to destroy somebody they don't like. Who is the uh, the individual here? Who's going to be able to stand around and say, I'm, I'm the victim of a crime perpetrated by Donald Trump? Oh, it's all conspiracy. The only victim they claim, really, uh, is the United States government or the state of New York or the state of Georgia. There's something going on here. And I, I think you need to hear this because I never lose sight of this. I, I was as... Um, Brass knuckled in my defense of Trump during Russia collusion as anybody could be out there to the point where Trump talked to me about it, was, was, was grateful for the points I was making as somebody who had an understanding way beyond what basically, you know, I don't know, 99% of the commentators on, even on the right understood when it came to intelligence work, espionage, the, uh, FISA, uh, courts, all of that. Um, he appreciated the defense, but the defense was more than warranted. It was necessary for Trump. It was necessary for that administration. And it was what was right for the country at the time. What is right for the country in this moment when Hillary Clinton can go on MSNBC and be gleeful and giddy about the destruction of a Republican presidential candidate and former president because her team doesn't like him. What does it say about where we are? Play clip three. Madam Secretary, fancy meeting you. Oh, here. I it's can't really nice believe this. <laughs> yeah, this is not the circumstances in which I expected to be talking to you. Nor me, Rachel. It's always good to talk to you. But honestly, um, I didn't think that it would be under these circumstances. Yet another set of indictments. Let me ask you this question. What is the answer when you come across somebody, and I'm sure you do, whether it's in your day-to-day life or you just see their their commentary on TV, you you stumble in the morning, you know, you're, you're, you're looking for Fox and Friends and you find yourself on Morning Joe for a second. What is their answer to this question? How do they expect people who have voted? I voted for Donald Trump twice. I will vote for Donald Trump again if he is the, if he is the Republican nominee, and I think he, he is likely to be, although I don't know. I don't know. Nobody, anyone who says they know is wrong. No one can predict the future, as I tell you all the time, and that's obviously true. What is their response to this? We are supposed to sit here while in his 77th year of life, a former president is hit with four criminal indictments. We're supposed to sit here and forget about the abuse of FISA, the weaponization of the intelligence and law enforcement community to try to destroy him while he was president. And we are to forget that Hillary Clinton clearly violated the Espionage Act. This is beyond dispute. She did it many times. She did it willfully. She knew she didn't care. She thought she was above the law, kind of like Hunter we're finding out is above the law. What do they say to you when you point out why is it that only our side 
ever has to pay consequences. Put aside whether or not that's why is you know whether whether that what Trump did you think he did do didn't do. Democrats get away with it. Democrats get away with it. Hunter Biden, I think, is going to get away with the whole thing. And Joe Biden, too. And Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. They got away with and they got away with a lot. That's a whole other conversation. They've gotten away with it. And we know they broke the law. I mean, Bill Clinton lied under oath. Put that aside for a second, although that's certainly worth talking about. Hillary Clinton violated the Espionage Act. We know that. She also destroyed evidence. We know that. When was the last time a high-level Democrat got hit with a process crime in an investigation? No, in fact, during the investigation of Hillary's server, remember that? They basically deputized Hillary's lawyers to get to play on both sides. They're her lawyers. They're subject to the investigation, but they're her lawyers, so they can't actually be pressed in the investigation. It was preposterous. So we're supposed to sit here and say, your your team keeps getting a pass, but Donald Trump has to pay the price. Until they have an answer for me on that, I don't even want to, you know, all the, all the chirping about, oh, look at the, oh my gosh, the future of our democracy. It's nonsense to me. What's really at stake here? Do we live in a country where there is some justice, where there is some fairness or not? That's what's on trial here, as much as Donald Trump or anything else. Why does only one side pay the price? We know they've broken the law. Don't even get to hear about it. Look, while we talk about the most obvious apparent crimes, like, you know, the Hillary Clinton stuff going on in our country, uh, we often forget to talk about what's going on silently behind the scenes. Online identity theft is as prevalent as it has ever been. And it's getting worse and worse out there because they're really clever. They'll send you, this happens to me, they'll send you a text message and it'll say, hey, this is your bank. And they'll, they'll actually have the name of, they did this to me, it was my actual bank. They have the right bank. They knew what kind of account it was. They just wanted a little more info so they could clean out my bank account. That stuff can happen. They can also just get enough of your info, your DOB, your basic information, and then all of a sudden, guess what? They take out loans in your name. Right? This stuff happens all the time, and it's happening to people day in and day out. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affect our lives. When you have LifeLock, you have protection. You need LifeLock to have your back online because of exactly what I'm talking about. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Join now. Save 25% off your first year with promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to lifelock.com. Use my name, BUCK, as the promo code for 25% off. The torch of truth, past and still lit every day. The Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. I'm solo today, except Clay is traveling. Because, you know, there's an indictment, so that means apparently Clay has to be not planning to do radio. But he is going to join us. He'll be here in a couple minutes to weigh in on this one. Uh, Indictment number four. So we will discuss that with him. We've also got Andy McCarthy coming up in a little bit. Want to take your calls. What do you think about this? Are you worried about how this shakes out for Trump in Georgia? 800-282-2882. Innovation Refunds has been helping small businesses that qualify for a tax refund through the IRS Employee Retention Program, or ERC. If you own a small business with five or more employees, you could have money waiting to be claimed. If your CPA said you might not qualify for the ERC, it's worth getting a second opinion. They'll collaborate with your CPA to assess your eligibility, ensuring you feel confident before submitting your application. Innovation Refunds does not provide tax or legal advice. They work with an independent network of tax professionals and will share information with them to evaluate and process your claims. Terms and conditions apply. They've been helping eligible business claim, eligible businesses claim their ERC tax refund since 2021. They may be able to help you, too. Go to innovationrefunds.com to get started. There's no upfront charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. That's innovationrefunds.com, innovationrefunds.com. Or you can call them 843-REFUNDS. That's 1-843-REFUNDS. We wanted to hear from our main man, Clay. He is currently in transit for his book tour, but he has to weigh in. Clay, just before we get into the latest here, I believe this is now the third time you have tried to have a day off and there has been a Trump indictment. You're three for three. 
What are the odds? I mean, it's pretty unbelievable when you really break that down. I mean, I haven't even gone away that much uh, for the summer, but uh, every time I've ducked away, and this one is not even really vacation. It's just they couldn't figure out how to get me from Salt Lake City to Houston uh, without somehow infringing on the show. So I'm at the Salt Lake City airport. Um, got the signing tonight in uh, Katy, Texas. And late last night when I got back from the signing in Salt Lake, appreciate everybody being there. We've, I met so many of our listeners. They were fabulous. Um, everything falls apart again. And I just, this one in particular feels so dirty and so calculated, even on a level that the others didn't, Buck. Um, and unlike the others where you can say, okay, well, this can be cured by winning the presidency by a pardon, this is far more significant in nature than the New York City state charges. And this one, I think, is going to linger for some time. It's just an unbelievable outrage. But it, to me, is the worst of the four so far in terms of uh, just what the long-range impact is going to be. So you, do you think, I mean, our, our buddy Andy McCarthy, who's going to be joining us later on today, uh, Clay, on the show, he, he's he been pretty clear. I mean, he thinks that because of both the specifics of Georgia law, state law when it comes to elections, and also the reality that there's no way for there to be a federal presidential pardon or a backing off of the DOJ under, say, a Trump or other Republican administration, that this is a uniquely serious problem, putting aside the unfairness of it and the politicization of it as a threat he seems to think this is a pretty high one of the four indictments. How do you come down on that? Yeah, I think so. Because, again, the federal charges, we've talked about this. I think you can break them down. Miami is relatively serious on the process-based crime, South Florida, that is. But it's federal charges, and I think the jury and the judge actually are very beneficial to Trump. Uh, the charges in Jan 6 in Washington, D.C., to me, as I've laid out, are legally garbage. Um, and, again, I think they'll get tossed out by the Supreme Court eventually. We've discussed New York City. I mean, it's a bookkeeping charge. It's a garbage charge in the first place. This one is going to be more challenging uh, because there is no direct pardon mechanism. The Atlanta jury is going to be very biased against Trump. Um, and it's in a toss-up state, which to me is so significant, as we were talking about yesterday. And, Buck, let's not mistake what happened here. They listed all of these charges on the Atlanta website, Fulton County, before there had been any indictment from the grand jury at all. They lied and said it was a fictitious rumor. We talked about this yesterday as soon as Reuters broke this news story. And then the numbers and the charges are the exact same, uh, which is just unprecedented in terms of the rigged nature they were queued up because they knew that no matter what they were seeking, this grand jury was going to indict him. What do you think the Trump team's move is going to be in response to this? Like, how, how do you see this one, Clay, playing out based on the? I mean, I read the 98 pages this morning, and, you know, this is kitchen sink included for the indictment. I mean, they're just throwing every, you know, every false statement, every signature, every everything, right? They're just trying to throw the count of countless counts at Trump. And also, 
the people, some of the people around him, right? Uh, you had Mark Meadows, and you have Rudy Giuliani, you have Jenna Ellis, you have other lawyers, other individuals who got caught up in this. How do you think the, the narrative is framed by the defense and the steps taken by the defense to fight back? Well, I think they'll challenge the, the grand jury proceeding itself based on part of the leak that surrounded this, the fact that it came out before the grand jury had actually indicted. I think it's a two-front war in many ways, like many of these are, where you have to both battle the legal and the political ramifications of this case simultaneously. You can't just fight one or the other. Um, and so that becomes a challenge because sometimes some of the arguments that you want to make politically may infringe on the territory of your legal argument. Uh, I think still the biggest thing for Trump is going to be they're trying to get this uh, case. I saw last night watching the press conference with Fannie Willis, Buck. they're trying to get this done in six months, um, which would slot it somewhere in right after Jack Smith requested for the Jan 6 hearing. Again, I think that's very ambitious. But if I'm the Trump team, I want to push this all the way till after the election. And then I want to turn, if I win, uh, this legal matter into a political one almost entirely if you are Trump and argue, I think, to the Supreme Court, what are you going to try to do here? You can't put the sitting president of the United States in prison for state law violations. So, again, I think Trump is going to be running uh, for president. I think this accelerates it and, uh, and increases these odds even more so to avoid having to be put potentially in prison based on a conviction in a left-wing jurisdiction. We're looking, Clay, at, at, let me see here, Rudy Giuliani, Mark Meadows, John Eastman, Jeff Clark, Mike Roman, David uh, Schaefer, 12 other people, I think, um, that are all indicted. You know, I, I know that we focus so much on Trump because of, well, it's Trump and he's running to be president. He hasn't president. Is Rudy Giuliani possibly going to go to prison over this? I mean, what do you think about the realities of the risks here facing some of the other people that are very much uh, a part of this RICO indictment? Well, first of all, Fannie Willis said she wants to try all 19 defendants together, which is kind of unheard of. I mean, again, I, I would imagine there are I know there are a lot of defense attorneys and prosecutors uh, in their history out there listening to us right now, I can't recall uh, a case of this magnitude. And, and also, I think it brings home, Buck, the scope of what she's trying to do here. She is trying to not only put Trump in prison, she's trying to put an entire cadre of legal advisors surrounding Trump in prison for the rest of their life as well. This is an assault upon the Republican Party, the likes of which we've never seen before. Um, and, and, uh, and upon attorneys uh, who are providing legal representation. Now, I think what she will try to do, Buck, is turn some many of those that are advising Trump that they have charged in this case to testify against him and argue that he was ultimately the grand poobah of what she believes was a conspiracy uh, to violate federal and state election law. And obviously she's focused on the state component. Um, but again, I just look at this and say, Trump, basically, the question that everybody has is, uh, in the event that Trump is the uh, is the nominee, and certainly I saw the polling this morning, he's a big favorite, 40-point lead, I think, right now in New Hampshire, the likes of which we haven't seen before. If this indictment is like any others, it will have a rallying effect. Trump will open up an even bigger lead. 
And in the next five months, is that going to disappear? I find that hard to believe. So basically, Trump is, and I can't believe this is real, but Trump is going to be, in my opinion, running for president to try to keep himself from going to prison potentially for the rest of his life. What do you make of this one, Clay? Uh, Trump put out on Truth Social a large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud which took place in Georgia, is almost complete and will be presented by me at a major news conference at 11 a.m. of next week in Bedminster, New Jersey. Based on the results of this conclusive report, all charges should be dropped against me and others. There will be a complete exoneration. They never went after those that rigged the election. They only went after those that fought to find those who rigged the election. Clay, what do you make of that? Well, I mean, one, I'll wait and see what his defense is. But two, do you think Jack Smith and Fannie Willis and uh, Alvin Bragg and uh, and the, those three prosecutors that have brought charges so far care at all what Donald Trump's defenses are going to be? <laughs> not I mean, a, not even a little not even a little bit. I'm just I'm like trying to I'm trying to figure out what the Trump play is with this. Well, I think it's a political play, um, and he may have a legal argument that he's going to use in court as well. I'm not begrudging that, but. The impact on the people that are trying to put him in prison for the rest of his life, it's going to be zero. You know, even if Trump came out and presented stone-cold evidence of uh, cheating and rigging, that the media wouldn't cover it. Uh, So I understand, again, this goes to the two-front war that Trump is now fighting, both legal and political, and it sounds like what he's going to present is going to be both of those. Uh, But I can already probably write what the front page of the New York Times and the Washington Post is going to read. Uh, the morning after Trump presents his defense, and it's going to be ridiculing the idea that Trump has any defense at all. You think the judge may, we've already seen the early stages here of protective orders in D.C. on that federal case relating to election 2020 and January 6th. If you think Trump may run afoul of the Georgia judge in, in, in this case by talking about the case in this way? Yeah. I mean, look, this is what I've said from the get-go is the biggest peril in the short term to Trump. I mean, we just saw Sam Bankman-Fried have his bail revoked based on his behavior uh, while he was out of court, and much of that behavior was actually trying to defend himself. They are trying to set traps for Trump, and they're going to set traps by trying to get Trump in contempt of court rulings as to what he can and cannot say. All of these judges want to be able, I believe, to basically, uh, you know, put the Trump pelt up on their wall and, uh, and, and outside of Eileen Cannon in South Florida, I haven't seen any suggestion that there's any remote fairness coming from the bench towards Donald Trump at all. Um, and, uh, that's why I said yesterday, Buck, to me, this is a state of Georgia. Interesting question. Um, to me, he should have the opportunity to remove this case to federal law, uh, federal court. Um, under Georgia law, I would try to pass a law that would say that that's allowed. Also, move it anywhere outside of Fulton County. Uh, if you move this to any other county in Georgia, I really do believe this. I think the odds of Trump being convicted on these charges are virtually zero. But, of course, they're bringing it in the one county where they have a favorable jury pool and a favorable disposition towards the idea that Trump is a criminal. And that's why, ultimately, uh, I come back to the, the precedent that's being set here is blue city and blue state uh, jurisdictions have the ability and have now shown the willingness to try to put 
Republican politicians in prison for the rest of their life. There's no comparable action that's been undertaken at all by red states or red jurisdictions. Democrats, like Hunter Biden, they don't fear the consequences of their actions in any way. And Democrats are going to war with Republicans and Republicans are turning the other cheek. I don't think that's a good combo. Clay, um, first of all, we need you back tomorrow. So make sure your flight lands where it needs to land and, and all that. Uh, where are you going tonight for your book signing for American Playbook? And are you going to see our friends Jesse Kelly and Michael Berry to keep them out of trouble? Potentially. I was already on Michael Berry's show this morning. I did Jesse's show last, uh, well, last week. Uh, I land uh, this afternoon almost immediately, go straight to Katy, Texas, books a millionaire. I'll be signing. Tomorrow I'll be in Brandon, Florida, which is outside of Tampa, uh, doing an event there. And then Thursday I'm going to be in Nashville back home. So I'll be back uh, full go tomorrow from our Tampa affiliate. Look forward to that. Hold down the fort until then, and uh, I'm legitimately hopping a flight right now. So look forward to seeing people tonight in uh, Katy, Texas. Look at how the man is going around to see all of our people. Buy your copy of American Playbook, Clay's book, which is out now. Clay, we'll talk to you more tomorrow. Appreciate it, my man. I'll see you tomorrow. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel the Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Join us in donating $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Heard it on the show? Hear more on the podcast. Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives. More content, more common sense. Find the guides on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. 
The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. McCarthy going to be with us at the top of the next hour or so in just a few minutes we'll break down all the legal realities that trump faces now it, it, this is all crazy you know it's not that you're crazy or i'm crazy this is a crazy situation you have the leading republican presidential contender and a former president facing four criminal indictments i mean you add all this together he could theoretically be sentenced to hundreds of years in prison that is a true statement Right, I think it's 75 would be the max on him. The max. Now, he's not going to get the max. He's not going to be guilty in all these places. And I'm just, I'm just saying, the, the legal system right now is threatening to send Donald Trump to prison for hundreds of years. Theoretically. Right? <laughs> That's pretty crazy. For what? Oh, boy. Um, we'll talk to Andy about that and more. Kelly in Utah. What's going on, Kelly? Hey, you asked a question a minute ago. Does it matter? And I'm saying... Yes, it matters. This is their playbook. They're not afraid of anything. They'll push on all of us all the time. And Rush always said, this is what they do to a Donald Trump, to an outsider. They ruin you, and they send a message. And that's exactly what's happening here, and it is scary. All righty. And you, you, wait, there's one more thing I see here. Your your daughter was at the book signing last night for Clay in Utah? Yes, my daughter Ashley and her daughter Olivia were there. They drove an hour and they waited for a few minutes. Uh, cute Clay came out of the car and shook all their hands. They only waited a few minutes and they got to the front, bought their book, and he spent a good amount of time with them. And they said he was so handsome and so nice, and they were so impressed. This is Clay's favorite call, I can assure you, of the month. So I will make sure if he's not, he's on a plane, we'll make sure we get this to him. And that's great that your daughter and granddaughter had uh, had such a good time with Clay. Um, he's a super nice and generous guy. Don't tell him I told you that, though. Um, all right, we're going to come back in with uh, Andy McCarthy here in just a, in just a few minutes. I've got something else though for you. Uh, a bit of breaking news via via Twitter and Georgia Trump and yes, Governor Kemp. Governor Kemp has weighed in on this Trump indictment. I will tell you what he has said in response to it. You need to hear it i don't know if you are going to want to hear it necessarily but we need to talk about the situation in georgia um clay just texted me actually it already said i don't think kemp's gonna be trump's vp he's right about that one we'll address that in just a few moments here stick around 
Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.